Day nine scripture is James 1, 22 through 25. Um, and I'm going to start, I think, from verse 19 and read down um, to 25. I don't know. It's so good. I'm going to read verses 19 all the way down to 27, I think, 27. All right. So it starts, my dear brothers, and I'm reading out of NIV, says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the world, the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intensely into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And again, that was James, the first chapter, and that was the 19th through the 27th verse. And we have been talking, of course, about obedience and about doing the word of God. And we actually started off with a definition that I've been repeating frequently. Uh, that is obedience. And this is why Teresa's version of obedience, but obedience is doing what God says immediately and totally doing what God says immediately and totally. And so nine, um, and we've talked, um, up to this point about some important factors of obedience. But tonight I just want to bring um, light to this particular scripture because I think it's so important, um, especially in our particular ministry, um, because I can't say what's going on in every other ministry um, and every other church door that's open, but I could talk about what's happening in total life. And one thing that's happening in total life is you get the whole canon of scripture, right? You get from Genesis to Revelations, and we will preach from you, uh, preach to you wherever God leads us to preach from in any of those scriptures. There's no scriptures uh, that are off limits that we won't preach, right? Um, so we know that you hear the word of God a lot. Um, and it talks here, um, and I'm just starting with verse 25. I mean, I'm sorry, with verse 23, anyone who listens to the word, we know you're listening, right? You listen to the word, but 
Are you doing the word? And so there's a lot of hearing of the word going on. And we know faith comes by hearing, right? So you're hearing the word of God over and over again. But my issue is not whether you're hearing it. And James's issue is not whether you're hearing it. It's wonderful to hear the word of God. It's wonderful to know the word of God. It's wonderful to have listened to the word of God. Wait, it is wonderful to recite the word of God. Just beautiful that you can tell others the word of God. It's just excellent and marvelous, right? That you can do all of these things. But if you are hearing, listening to, uh, reciting, repeating, um, uh, reviewing, uh, disseminating, and doing all these things uh, with the word of God, but you're not doing the word of God, it's all in vain. And some people pride themselves a lot on how much of the word they know. But you have to really think about, should you be priding yourself on how much words you know if you're not doing the word? Because if you are priding yourself on how much words you know and you're not doing what you know, then you're priding the fact that you're disobedient. Yep. Look at how much word I don't obey. Look at how much word I don't live. Look at how much word I know how to do right, y'all. I'm just choosing not to, right? Really, that's what you're saying. Now, we don't, we don't say that with our mouths. We would never open up our mouths to say that. But in essence, that is what's happening when our lives do not reflect the word that we hear and listen to every day when our lives don't reflect what has been poured into us every day what we're saying is i got all this word pouring into me but i'm not pouring out nothing i am not living nothing you're not gonna look over here and see the word james says it like this it's like you looked in the mirror looked at yourself and then forgot how you looked right i mean you looked in the mirror identified yourself Yep, that's me in the mirror, identified yourself, and then walked away and said, I sure don't know how I look. That would be crazy, right? That would be crazy, right? We would think that that was absolutely insane. But how many of us look into the word of God and say, yep, yep, that's me. I see me right here. I see me. But then as soon as we walk away from the word of God, we forget the fact that we just saw ourselves in the word of God and that we had some stuff that we were supposed to be repenting over, some stuff we were supposed to change, a different way we were supposed to walk. We were supposed to do what we just saw in the word. Yep, I see I need to do that. I see I need to love more. Yes. God, I see, I hear, I have listened to the fact over and over again, my pastor, my bishop, my apostle, they have been telling me since I have gotten to this ministry that the most important thing to them is that we love each other. And they have told us over and over again that they want us to love each other. And I see it. I've seen it in the word for myself, God. Yes. But you know, when sister girl come cuss me out, all that go out the window. I have forgotten gotten what I have seen, what I have heard, what I have listened to. And right now she just going to get a piece of my mouth because that's what I remember, right? No, we can't do that. We have to do it is to no benefit of us. 
If we are hearing the word of God, if we are listening to the word of God and we're not doing it, it's no benefit to us or anyone around us that we're hearing the word of God and not doing doesn't benefit us or anyone around us. We've got to get to the point where we're we're obedient. We're just like, this is what the, the word of God is challenging me. It's telling me that I need to love on a different level. It's telling me that I need to love on a level that I have never loved before. And so what am I going to do? I'm going to take the challenge. And I, you know, we got all these challenges on Facebook. I need somebody to take the, I will do the word of God challenge. Take that challenge for me. You're taking all these other challenges. I want you to take that challenge. I will do the word of God. That's the challenge I want you to take today. Do that challenge because a lot of us, we are just, I'm telling you, we've all been in this space, but you can't live in that space. We have all been in that space where God is requiring something of us that we don't want to give. There is, you know, that awkward space where God is saying, no, 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 no. But your flesh is saying, yes, 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 yes. And your, and your spirit is saying, no, 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 no. The spirit of God in you is like, ah, 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 ah. And your flesh is saying, ah, forget him. Yes, 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 yes. But at some point, your obedience has to stand up and tell your flesh, I know what you feel. I know what you want. I know what you think. But we're going to do what God says to do, even if it hurts. Look, even if I got to do it with tears, even if I got to do it sniffling and crying and God, I don't even know why you won't let me, but I'm going to do what you, isn't that what Jesus did? When Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, right? He was praying, Lord, is there some other way that we can get this done? There's got to be something else we could do. Lord, take this cup from me. He was crying. He was sweating blood and tears. I mean, the man was throwing a fit with God. But in the end, what did he say? I'm going to do what you say. Not my will, but thy will be what? Said, is that what the word says? Not my will. But thy will be said. Is that the word? Not my will, but thy will be read. Is that the word? No, not my will, but thy will be done. See, it's not important about what you say you're going to do if you're not doing it. God is requiring obedience from you. And every word that you have ever heard, God is holding you accountable to it. I got to say it again. Every word that you have ever heard, God is holding you accountable to it. One more time, just so you really, really get this like deep, deep. I want you to get it deep, 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 deep down in your spirit. Every word that you have ever heard, God is requiring you. He is holding you responsible. He is holding you accountable for you to do it. He said, I didn't just tell you that word so you can be like, good word, good word. You know how we do when people preach. We say it all the time because uh, we've got into the ritualistic habit of this. Good word. That's a good word, preacher. Good word. Say that. Come on. That's good. That's good. Hallelujah. That's not why. God is preaching to you. Not so you could just say good word, good word, and then go live the same way, same way. 
No, no, no. God is not giving you a good word, good word for you to go live the same way, same way. God is giving you good word so that you can let that word emanate in your heart and make a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not even really a thought process necessary. It's just a decision that says, I'm going to do what God's word said, no matter how much, how it feels. No matter what I think about it, no matter how hard it is, if I got to do it with tears, if I got to do it, um, you know, with anger, if I got to do however, but I'm going to do what God says. If I got to do it and then come repent about how I felt about doing it, I'm going to do it first. Even if I do it with the wrong attitude, I'm going to do it though. And then say, Lord, help my attitude so that next time I could do it right. But I'm not going to disobey God. I am not going to disobey God. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. That's the season that we're in. God is looking for some obedient people, some people who won't forget who they are, who won't forget what they have heard, will not forget who their God is, will not forget that they're supposed to be living for Jesus in everything that they do. They're just supposed to be living the word of God. God wants a people that's going to rise up and he knows he can trust you with the word because you're going to actually carry it out. You're going to do it and you're going to do it immediately and totally is what God is looking for. We've got to become that person. Each one of us, each one of us has to become that person so God can entrust in us, all the things that he's desiring to entrust in us. Listen, it's important. What happens if you do? He says, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever in, looks intently into the perfect law mm -hmm, that gives freedom and continues in it, don't just look, but continues in it, not forgetting, don't forget to do it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, uh-huh, they will be blessed in what they do. You want to be blessed in what you do? Obey God. You want to be blessed in your lifetime? Obey God. Do you want to receive the blessings and the favor of God? Obey God. Do you want to see your life move the way that God first intended for you to when he created you in his mind before he ever put you in your mom's womb? What was his purpose for your life? Why did he place you in your mom's womb in the first place? Do you want that revealed to you? Obey God. I promise you, if you obey God, God will begin to reveal to you who you are, what your purpose is, just obey God and God will begin to peel you back just like an onion. Peel you back, peel you to get to the center, to the core of who you are and you'll really be walking in the obedience of God. It's a choice that you just have to make. I'm going to obey God. Doesn't matter what I think. If God said it, that settles it. Not if God says it, I believe it, that settles it. And whether I believe it or not, if God says it, that settles it. God has the last word and therefore I should be doing what the word of God says because the last word resides with him. 
Listen, God is great. He is awesome. He is magnificent. He is excellent. He is wonderful. And there is no God like our God. And so we want you to raise up, raise the bar on yourself. Take the challenge. Take the I'm going to do what God says challenge right now. I challenge you to be obedient to God. I'm going to do what God said. Take that challenge today. Find an area in your life where you know you have been struggling to be obedient to God and then say, I'm taking the challenge. God, I'm taking the challenge. I'm a, you can trust me, God. You can give me things to do. You can trust me, God. I am taking the challenge. I'm going to be obedient to the word of God and watch God move. Thank you so much for tuning in, for tapping in, and for just taking part in this first episode of what will be a couple series. Please like, subscribe, share this podcast, and let us know what you love. Let us know what you hate. And again, thanks for listening.